joy and peace to all the people of the earth. Let's receive the word of God with Reverend Kiluba. Kiluba, may God bless you. Dear online listeners, dear listeners who follow us on your local radios of your respective cities, here we are faithful to our weekly appointment for the sake of the preaching of the gospel. By courtesy, we greet you in the name of Christ the King. I would love today to begin with the reading in Matthew chapter 12, verse 40 to 41. For as, as, it will be so, it is Jesus who is saying these words. For as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of a great fish, so, so he has not changed what God did with Jonah. God wanted to do the same with the Christ for your cities. And Jesus was informed by his father that God was going to do with him what he did with Jonah. And I want to inform you that he would do it again and again for us. For us. Jesus used to say the son does nothing by himself except what he sees and hears the father doing and saying. I love this scripture of Matthew 12. It is Jesus who is speaking about himself. For as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of the great fish for us, Jonah, so will the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. Mm. The men of Nineveh will rise up in the day of judgment with this generation and condemnment. Because, because, hallelujah, they repented at the preaching of Jonah. And indeed, a greater than Jonah is a here. Oh, hallelujah. The cities of the earth are going to repent. Because the Christ is um, greater than Jonah. If Jonas brought Nineveh the Great to repentance, how much more will the Christ do? Do not waste the Christ. And Jesus says, for us, Jonah, and the message that I'm going to speak to you today about, follow me well, the topic is entitled Christ, the king of the cities of the nations of the world. He is the king of the cities. You like it or not, he is. It is Jesus who said it. For as a Jonah, but he adds, there is a year greater than Jonah. Do not forget that Jonah was also a king of the cities where they were kings. And the Bible says, and the city of Nineveh repented from the governor, the king, to the smallest in the city. The time has arrived 
to enthrone a king greater than Jonah, dear church. And this message for me is fundamental and important. Jonah was able to bring the number one of Nineveh the Great, the business people of that city, the administrative of the city. He was an extraordinary man, and that's why I call him the king of Nineveh. Everyone humbled themselves before the message of Jonah and they repented. Today it is the day of the mission, city of the nations with the king. Go and he will go with you in the cities and the cities will repent. And this I assure you, unless that you do not have the company of the king, but I take him at his words. He said, for as Jonah, in the same way it happened for Jonah, in the same way it happened for Jonah, it will also happen for you. Have faith. The time has come for the cities of the nations of the world should repent. We are sending the power of repentance by this message. If Jonah was a power of repentance for Nineveh the Great, Jesus the Christ, the Bible says in the same way that Jonah spent three days and three nights in the belly of the fish, so will the Son of Man spend three days and three nights in the heart of the earth, and he was going to make it out. And this is the testimony of the angels, of the gods, of the two, of the women. They all said that he was resurrected. Why are you seeking for the living among the dead? He is no longer here. He is no longer in the heart of the earth. He is not there. Why are you seeking for him among the dead, dear pastor, dear evangelist? He is in the city as king. Greater than Jonah. Bible says the inhabitants of the city repented. Look at what makes up a city. All the social makeup, all the races of the city, all the people of the city of Nineveh the Great, which is the same as New York, Johannesburg, Los Angeles, Paris, the same as Kinshasa, Lubombashi, because the, this, this city called Nineveh the Great, there was 120,000 people, but we've got millions in our cities. Our cities today are much more than Nineveh the Great. There are millions in our cities. But do not let those millions to be lost. The king was resurrected for repentance. Hallelujah. On the third day, he came out. Not in order to make a show or in order for him to show himself to his enemies and say to them, you will see because of what you did to, to me. But the goal of his resurrection was repentance. This message is going to activate the presence of the king, the Christ, and people are going to repent. And what I'm saying, it is 
a serious work for certain nations in order to bring repentance from the top to the bottom, not by any means, but by faith in the one who was dead. But after three days, he came out of the heart of the earth as Jonah. The scripture is become as a historical fact. When Jonah came out of the belly of the fish, he went to speak to the city. It is not the preaching that came before the coming out of the belly of the fish. It is the coming out of the belly of the fish that preceded the preaching of the gospel. Come out of your tombs for the preaching of repentance to the cities. The Bible says, and the people of the city repented at the preaching of Jonah. Have faith, dear pastor. If you do not believe, you are not going to see. If you believe, you will see. Hallelujah. I have given this message because it is a message of faith. When I read the scripture of Matthew chapter 12 from verse 40 to 41, Jesus is confirming says, for as Jonah and what is interesting for you who are following me is that he confirmed is that what he confirmed became a reality three days afterwards he resurrected he had forsaken he was resurrected for the cities of the world like Jonah I'd, I'd like to focus on the state of Nineveh. I have prepared an, a number of readings for you in order to help you. Nineveh the Great was a full of wickedness, the wickedness of the masses. And this is not the observation of a man. It is the observation of God himself. I'm going to read this for you. Jonah chapter 1 verse 2. Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry out against it. For their wickedness has come up before me. It was a wicked city before the Lord's eyes. And God wanted to destroy the city. He said, go and cry out against the city. And the state of our cities in this day and age is much worse than Nineveh. Let it be New York, let it be Johannesburg, let it be Kinshasa and the cities of the world. It is a world that is filled with wickedness, with crime, with theft, with moral deprivation. The cities are ripe for the anger of God like Nineveh. Sometimes people think that God is not interested in what is happening in the city. He is interested in what is happening in the city. And he watches with a lot of pain and agony. And he takes a decision against what is happening in the city. But this is not his heart. Let me go forward with you. I want you to be able to know, and this is why I'm reading this with you. But where was coming, where was the wickedness of Nineveh the Great coming from? Listen to me well. 
Because here God is summarizing on the wickedness of Nineveh that came before the Lord. When we go into Nahum, where was the wickedness of this great city coming from? Where there was 120,000 people at the time. Nahum chapter 3, I'm going to read from verse 1, and I'm going to read until verse 4. to the bloody city, it is all full of lies and robbery, and this is a reality of the cities who do not cease to be given to crime. Even here in Lubumbashi, there is high crime. But I want you to understand where these things are coming from. It says, woe to the bloody city, woe. If you are among those who are in the shedding of blood, or those who are in lies and in violence, whoever that you may be. There is no other message. It is rule. These things attract the curse of God upon the cities. The noise of a wheel and the noise of rattling wheels, of galloping horses, of clattering chariots, horsemen charged with bright sword and glittering spear. There is a multitude of slain, a great number of bodies, countless corpses. Why? This is because of the multitude of hallowed trees of the seductive hallowed, the mistress of sorceries who sells nations through her hallowed trees and families through her sorceries. Behold, I am against you, says the Lord of hosts. I will lift your skirts over your face. I will show the nations your nakedness and the kingdoms your shame. I will cast abominable filth upon you, make you vow, and make you a spectacle. And it shall come to pass that all who look upon you will flee from you and say, Nineveh is laid west. Who will bemoan her? Where shall I seek comforters for you? Now it is... Nahum, who is revealing to us the reality of the city where Jonah was sent. It was a bloody city. These are cities with a high level of crime, a city full of lies and robbery. And when you go downwards, it is full of hollow trees, prostitution, but who was behind the state of things. It is a woman. Listen to me. It was a woman that is called here the prostitute. I don't have time to speak about the great prostitute that is seated over the great waters here we are speaking about the prostitute of the city if the prostitute that is seated over the great waters is filled with the blood of the witnesses of jesus and of the saints this prostitute that is seated over the cities is also filled with blood she is a bloody she sheds blood and sometimes people live in cities and they don't know what is hidden behind what is happening in the cities where they are living the cities are occupied and they are controlled it is this prostitute that inspires what happens in the cities and we are going to take care of her today and as we read 
I'll continue to read here the, the prophet Nahum is speaking against this woman we need to speak against this woman I don't understand the church that tolerates what this great prostitute is doing now let's read verse 11 we need to deal with this woman you also will be drunk you will be hidden and you will be hidden and you also will seek refuge from the enemy all your strongholds are fig trees with ripened figs if they are shaken they fall into the mouth of the eater surely your people in your midst are women the gates of your land are wide open for your enemies fire shall devour the bars of your gates draw your water for the siege Fortified your strongholds, go into the clay and tread the mortar, make strong the brick, kiln. There the fire will devour you, the sword will cut you off, it will eat you up like a locust. Make yourself many like the locust, make yourself many like the swarming locust. You have multiplied your merchants more than the stars of heaven. The locust plunders and flies away. Your commanders are like swarming locusts, and your generals are like dread grasshoppers, which camp in the hedges on a cold day. When the sun rises, they flee away, and the place where they are is not known. Your shepherd slumber, O king of Assyria, listen to me. King of Assyria, of Nineveh the Great here, your nobles rest in the dust. Your people are scattered on the mountains and no one gathers them. Your injury has no healing. Your wound is severe. All who hear news of you will clap their hands over you. For upon whom has not your wickedness passed continually? Behind the wickedness of Nineveh the Great, there was this great prostitute with the multitude of demons who do arms. They are the reason or the source of what we see as negative things in the cities. It is a great prostitute with demons that are called here locusts. And uh, the will of God is for us to take care of this multitude of demons that are serving this great prostitute and herself. The cross of Jesus. If the blood of the land in Egypt released the sword in order to slay the gods of Egypt, here, when the blood of Jesus was slain, Jesus died for the cities of the world. Jesus was killed by the system that we see in Nahum. And when he died and his blood was shed at the same moment, there was going to be a release of a fire. There was going to be a release of the sword in order to slay this wicked system. And my message today is releasing this word, is releasing this fire. That is why the preaching of the cross is a power. It is this woman, I know she doesn't love the preaching of the gospel, even when I am speaking, she's not happy. I have the grace to see these demons who are multitudes. They are multitudes that control the cities of the nations. 
and that hinder repentance. But today, what I wanted to share with you is that we need to touch this woman and to her army. And it is only through Jesus that we can come to a place where we touch this woman. But many people do not believe. I took these things so that we can release the power of repentance in the cities of the nations. I want to go forward. People are going to ask me, but with everything that we see, I am concerned. I am concerned that what we observe is bitter and the conclusion can be rushed by pastors. Listen to me well. Where sin abounds, grace overflows. Hallelujah. And hallelujah. No matter the state of the cities, their crimes, their lies, and their scams, and their crimes, and their theft, their insults. But grace, but grace, but grace. I don't have time to read for us to go forward. But grace. The grace for the cities is Jesus. Even as the grace for Nineveh was Jonah. It is grace. We don't have time to read it in Jonah chapter 4. It is God speaking to Jonah the preacher. He said, Why shouldn't I also have mercy for Nineveh the great, where there's 120,000 people who do not know, neither they are right from, they are left. I want you to be grafted to the heart of the one who has mercy over the cities of the earth. And this is going to push you to seek the repentance of the cities. Oh, how I want to hear the cities singing amazing grace for the English speakers and for us. French speakers, amazing grace, as sweet the sound. God is able to forgive. He is able to forgive. And this is who the king of Nineveh is, Jesus. It is him who forgives the cities, their iniquities, and leads them to repentance. People think that we should just let these things to continue in the cities, these things that would never change and continue. When there is repentance, there is a change with regards to the things that this woman inspires to the cities. That is why the Apostle Paul says, since Jerusalem until the nations, I preached repentance and the works that are worthy of repentance. Hallelujah. I am an evangelist. What the Apostle Paul is saying, I lived it. The cities of generals, of politicians, of rich people, like Maroga, who was a millionaire in a nation that I will not speak about. 
from the greatest to the smallest, they all repented. And they were works worthy of repentance. And this is the king, the Christ, that I am announcing to you. It is not the one who judges the cities. The one who was resurrected is the grace for the cities, is the grace for the cities. Hallelujah. Listen to me. It is grace. What are you doing with this grace for the cities if Jonah was grace for the city of Nineveh? Jesus. Jonah was grace for one city. And yet, Jesus is grace for cities of nations. This is what the Apostle Paul is speaking in one city of Athens. Is Jesus without God, without taking into account times of ignorance, is announcing in all places so that they may repent. And this is through Jesus. It is only through Jesus that we can bring repentance, which is a true and authentic regret of what is done in secret. And as I was receiving this message from the Lord, I was thinking about the levels of crime in the cities. And God said to me, it is this woman. The Bible says, woo to the bloody city Nahum calls her the, the one who is filled with blood Jonah if you read his book spoke about the level of wickedness but when you read Nahum then you understand what was happening in the city of Nineveh and that's not different from what is happening in the cities of Europe there there was 120,000 but now in our cities there is a millions if God had mercy on one twenty thousand people how much more is God going to have more mercy on the millions and millions of people we have in our cities we still need what I call the Jonah generation it is people who have the vision to speak to the cities of the nations so that these may repent and may avoid catastrophe because the message that was there is that Nineveh will be destroyed. The things that are happening in cities like New York City, like Johannesburg and other cities of the earth. These cities should have been destroyed without Jesus. Every time that the anger of God is revealed from heaven and Jesus said, I shed my blood, do not destroy them. I'm thinking about David Wilkerson who preached uh, to the city with uh, the former drug addicts of uh, New York City. Rise up, pastor. Rise up, evangelist. Let's walk in the footsteps of Jonah for the repentance of the masses. It is true that there is joy for one sinner who repents, but there when I look at the repentance of, of Nineveh, it was not one the repentance of one sinner. It was the repentance of many sinners who were repenting of their sin. We need to go forward. Therefore, if if the angels celebrate because of repentance, let us organize heavenly feast by leading the cities to repentance. There are people who are organizing heavenly funerals because Christ is not king in their city. Do not forget the beginning of my message. For as Jonah, so shall it be. 
And the first message that the preacher Peter gave in Jerusalem, it was this message. Jerusalem also had 120,000 people. That is why Jesus said it is not good for a prophet to die outside Jerusalem. Because Jerusalem was a kind of Nineveh the great for him. There was about 120,000 people in Jerusalem moving about and his blood was shed by the word of this great prostitute when the crowd cried crucify him after crying Osana to the king, this woman had turned the hearts of the people and they cried crucify him what did he do? I love well the thief at the cross was crucified with Jesus. He said this one did not do anything. But he didn't do anything but he was supposed to go through that way. What the Bible calls the, the womb of the earth, the heart of the earth. It was in death. The womb of the fish it is the multitudes who are in death. When you are in the belly of the fish, you are dead before the eyes of God. But Jesus accepted to go into death for the cities. Let us not waste the resurrection of Jesus. Mm. Let us not waste that. Receive, receive the power, the fire of the resurrected one. I want you to set on fire, to set on fire the cities of your respective nations of you who are following me in the earth so that you may set them on fire for Jesus. Just as before his crucifixion, I love well those who organize the triumphant entry of Jesus. The city was set on fire, hallelujah. You are not going to physically see the fire. But you will see the city set on fire for Jesus. Hallelujah. What I'm doing now, it is to release a fire that sets the cities on fire for the king and they sang Hosanna, Hosanna to the son of David. It is, he is the king, hallelujah, who sets on fire Jerusalem. But if he was killed as Jonah, it is because he thought about our cities of the earth. And that is why he fought this woman, as we have read, this sorceress, this witch that was selling the nations. Jesus, while he was alive, he set Jerusalem on fire. But it's because of the cities of the nations that he fought against what is calling the heart of the earth. You know yourself, dust, it is a multitude of grains. And, and now he tells us, here, she says, may you be heaped like locusts. And, and in Jonah, it is 
called the belly of the fish. And Naum calls, calls it the multitude of locusts. And Jesus calls it the heart of the earth. In the same way that Jonah overcame the belly of the fish, the belly of the great fish, and Jesus overcame the heart of the earth, which is the womb of this great prostitute. It is a multitude of demons. It is, it is in the Bible. I'm, I'm not sharing with you my visions where I saw them with my eyes. In my visions, the Lord showed me many years ago there was a fire for Jesus. And we went to pray in an area called Katuba. And in the night, all of my co workers. We, we are sleeping. These many people who loved prayer, they were all asleep. And I was asleep and the Lord opened my eyes clearly. And, and he, he, he showed me, he says, look, look at the city. You are in cities, but you can't see what is seated on your cities. And I could see a great general. And he said to me, if you want revival in this city, you need to dethrone that general. And when I came closer to him, he became a gorilla. And, and they say to me, if you want to bring revival, you need to dethrone him. All the cities, they are under the control of this great prostitute. The system that is at the service of the devil with multitudes and multitudes of demons, millions of demons that, that bring the state that we see in Naho says woo to the bloody city that is filled with robbery and lies. The cities of the nations are filled with prostitutes. But Jesus loves he wants to save you we are going to end in saying to you that we are not going to burn we didn't have time to read in Matthew 22 the, the, the king who observed the people who didn't come to his invitation and he sent his army in order to burn the city and kill the criminals. And afterward, he said, go, go in, in the streets and go in the public places and call everyone and fill the house that it may be full. I'm saying to the people of the earth, you like it or not, the heavenly house will be filled with the people of your cities. Rise up. The, the, the new Jonah is alive as it was for Jonah. You just rise. It is not your business what will happen. Actually, Jonah, Jonah, was uh, preaching and angry as he was preaching. He was irritated. And when the people repented, he was angry against God. And that is how God called him back to order and said, Dear Mr. the preacher, you are, you are merciful for a plant that you did not plant. Why should I have mercy for Nineveh the Great where there is 120,000 people who do not 
know how to distinguish their right from their left. They don't know what they are doing. When Jesus prayed at the cross and he said, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they are doing. Jesus was seeing the city, the cities of the nations, the people of Nineveh did not know what was right from what was wrong. And the Apostle Paul says, the, the mercy of the Lord was revealed to me for the ages to come. Me who was a criminal and a violent person. Paul was a prototype of what the great cities are. He was a persecutor and a violent man. And he obtained the grace of God. Amen and hallelujah to this grace. I believe that Jesus was seeing Paul when Jesus cried and he said, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they are doing. And that is why in his message on earth, he says, God, God, hallelujah, hallelujah. The prayer of his son. I want you to know it. It, it is a revelation. The prayer of the son was, was answered by the father. When you read in the Acts of the Apostles, I want to end there. Um, Acts uh, chapter. Chapter 18, verse 30. Chapter 17, verse 30. When Jesus prayed and says, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. Was Jesus answered yes or no? It is this scripture that shows us that God answered him. Acts 17, verse 30. Truly, these times of ignorance God overlooked, but now commands all men everywhere to repent. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because he has appointed a day on which he will judge the world in righteousness by the man whom he has ordained. He has given assurance of this to all by raising him from the dead. God answered Jesus when he said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. They are in ignorance like those of Nineveh. And it is Paul who is saying here that God overlooked times of ignorance. God is not taking account of what you are doing now. But be careful. A time is coming when God will judge the cities of the nations if you do not repent. May God help you to announce with God. If God is announcing now, God is announcing. He, he announced with Jonah. And he knows how to announce again with you. They will be repentant. And I would love to bring men and women again and again to repentance by the one whom I call grace. Mr. The Grace of the City, where are the race, where sin abounds, grace overflows. We are saved by grace through faith. Hallelujah. Grace is available. Infinite grace for those who have the French version. These words are in our songs. May God help you to have a good vision. 
of his approach to what is happening in the cities and may God use men and women hallelujah there is space for men there is space for women in this enterprise for the repentance of cities he is alive for repentance if Jonah came out of the womb of the belly for the repentance of the city of Nineveh. Jesus came out of the heart of the earth for the repentance of the cities of the nations. That is why I entitled my message, Christ, the King of the cities of the nations. It is Him. He is ruling. And I say it as Jonah brought repentance even unto the king of the city. Oh, who are in the city, you are not forgotten. Go and speak to them if they don't know Jesus. This is a message of evangelism that I've given today. God bless you and may you receive this word, this word of now that exterminates and slays the locusts, the demons of the woman. It says, woe to the blood city. This word was released. It says, we hear the noise of horses. May you release this word through prayer before repentance can be there. Release this word and the fire. We have read in Nahum chapter 3. It says it was a full of corpses. You are not going to kill people. Kill demons of the prostitute of the cities by this word, by this word that comes from the death of Jesus and enter in the cities with the king in the same way the city of Jerusalem was shaken the cities will be shaken for Jesus may God bless you until next time Amen Thank you for following. Let us spread faith all around the world through this teaching.